Takeout is cool, but delivery gets pricey. So, like a phoenix from the ashes, indoor dining is back at Forge Eatery. I use the analogy because the food is fire. It's a new approach to farm the table. No overalls, just dope food. Try my favorites, like the mushroom stew with pine nuts and ricotta, the cornmeal fried happy oysters, and the seared duck breast. Also, ask about the chocolate chip cookie tins. Mini chocolate chip cookies with a dusting of sea salt. Simply delicious. Head on over to ForgedEatery.com to check out the current menu options and make a reservation today. Forged is located at 3520 Chestnut Avenue in Hamden. Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee, and my next guest is a smooth criminal <laughs> known for a distinct flow over soulful beats. I have John Wells. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, bro. How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I'm happy we were able to get this going, and um, it's always good to talk to to, to fresh, youthful talent. When you, you put yeah, that number yeah. in there, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I got tight. I was like, all right, dude. I was like 23. Yeah. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, bro. I be like, motherfuckers be thinking I'm a little older for real. Cause like, I guess I got facial hair and shit. And it's like, motherfuckers associate that with like, motherfuckers. I think I'm like 30 something or some shit like that. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm right 30 something, there. so you yeah, know. and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be 30 something, but like, you know, what I'm <laughs> like you feel me? I'm yeah. 23, and motherfuckers thinking I'm 30 something, and then, you know. But you're but you're a veteran when it comes to the music stuff. So let's 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 talk about your work. Let's talk about um, a few things that you got going on, some of your background. So let's get into it. Um, for those who are uninitiated, um, tell them about your work. Uh, man, I've been doing this shit since I was 15, first of all. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I've been, uh, like, you know, trying to make what I'm kind of slowly but surely making happen now. Yeah. Uh, happens since I was, you know, in high school for real. I had like a, had a little group in high school and shit. And this was like 2013 for real. Had a little group and, shit didn't go am I allowed to curse I probably did no you good you good all right cool 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 but yeah shit shit didn't go you know as as smooth as I would want it to but um then you know I get with some other people and you know like one of my best friends named Scotty Banks he's been my engineer since I was like 16 for real yeah and um you know we've been we've been working on my shit since like that time which was probably like 2014 and um, you know, I just slowly but surely been perfecting this shit, and now I'm kind of at a point where it's like kind of starting to pick up, where you know, people like you are noticing me, and people, you know, people outside of Baltimore are noticing me. Yeah. I'm starting to like gain like an actual fan base for real and shit like that. Um, you know, I uh, last year I put out a project called Lucky Jordan, and it kind of you know, kind of got the ball rolling on like what I was just talking about. And, um, you know, I put out one more project after that last year called Silk and Money. And then, uh, be at the end of March, I put out my last project, which is called Have You Seen My Fish? So, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you're you're out there. You're you're putting out the stuff. I mean, you're out there dropping stuff during a pandemic. I mean, what, what yeah. cool, man? Overachiever, I see. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm trying trying to make some shit happen for real. You know and then, I mean? like, you you can hear it. Like, um, it, it was interesting just having that this conversation I was telling you about before jumping on with you, yeah. of like just people not putting like attention to that craft or what have you. And I mean, I see what you're putting out there and it was like, it was funny. Like I listened to a few joints and I was just like, all right, there's, there's something distinct about this. This is not just, you know, like hip hop, hip hop, you know, I'm an old head or whatever. It's just like, yo, this is just, you know, some young dude just doing his thing. It's like, no, there is work that's put in there. There is a degree of, um, just attention that's put to stuff and even with the visuals i was like i know where you're at i know where this is filmed <laughs> and but it it, it looks it, it's done in a way that it makes sense and there's attention to detail there and i i definitely peep what you're doing right um well. so with, with with what i read earlier i read that you're you come from that kind of musical family so speak on that a little bit so you know like my entire family uh you know, they're from Baltimore. Like my grandmother and my grandfather grew up next to next door to each other on Jefferson Street for real. Okay. And like they were like That's like my neighborhood actually. <laughs> yeah. Y'all you from down here? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, yeah. All right. I feel you. Now um yeah, no, nah, they from like like right where uh right where um uh Johns Hopkins on Wolf Street and all yeah. that Jefferson and so they were they grew up right there for real, kind of like grew up at the same time. So they're like living each other's lives for real and shit. And mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, my grandfather was super into music. He like like, and this is you know, <laughs> like this is a white man in like the fifties. But they was like saying like he sounds exactly like Louis Armstrong type shit. Oh wow! Yeah, and then um, and I mean. Well, let me go on. My grandmother, she sang a little bit too. My uncle makes music still to this day, but he, you know, on some, on some like, uh, on some like rock and roll type shit. And then, um, my father, he was like a, he was like known, you know, by everybody in the family and all the, you know, people around here. Like he was like a great singer for real. And, um, you know, so, uh, I grew up around music for real. Like my earliest memories are like music, you know what I'm saying? And I was uh, like, so last month, I, uh, my, one of my songs got played on Shade 45 and I just like put it all into perspective. Like why my entire family's been trying to do this shit for like, (laughs) like 50 plus years and shit. And like, I'm actually kind of making progress now. It's, you know, it's some crazy shit for real. That's that has to be a good feeling, though. Yeah, yeah, it is, bro. It's like, it's like, I don't know. My father, my father, uh, you know, my father unfortunately passed away last year. And um, sorry, that's all good, bro. But um, it's like uh, he put me on to like. I was having this conversation with some other people before. Like, I, he put me on to like Eight Mile and shit like that. Like, he was telling me I need to watch Eight Mile and shit, and I'm just like, wow. Like, I'm on, I'm on Eminem's radio station for real. Yeah, yeah. Like that that shit would blow his fucking mind. But you know, 
And um, yeah, so yeah, it's like it's it's a it's a crazy feeling seeing it all like unfold for real. It's it's surreal, and um, it, it was interesting. Like, I popped up on a few things. I want to say last week, like last week was a really wild week for me. Like, yeah. popped up on the billboard over there, the LED joint. Um, I was in this thing for like Lexington Market, and my dad. Um, I, I ended up sending him the links to it, and he was just like, brings back a lot of memories. He was like really like proud of me, and just like. Yeah. What if this is on the board? I was like, right. yeah. yeah, and you know, it was a good feeling, and yeah. you know, having 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 them around to kind of see that, and yeah. literally in the the interview with um Lex the Lexington Market people, it was about me going down to Lexington Market with him back in the day. Yeah, and I think that had to be special for him to hear that. I was like, oh shit, he remembers this. I know that. I know yeah. that. Right. So. so like I, I see that you're popping on social media. I mean, like you said, you got you got different folks' attention, and you're talking about some interesting numbers. So yeah. let's let's talk about how big social media has been for promoting your projects and kind of getting you out there and growing that. Yeah, man. So, like, I've always, I mean, at this time, what else can you promote on other than like being outside? But especially in this time right now, how can you even promote outside for real? But you know, like I said, I started making music in 2013. So this is like promoting on social media. That's all I know. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, like back in back in like 2016, I remember me and uh, my, my guy, Scotty Banks and a few other people. We put together. Excuse me. This uh, we put together this show called Backpack Jam. Mm-hmm. And um, like I remember, like I would literally be able to like. DM 90 people an hour on Twitter. Like I was keeping, I was keeping track of that shit. I would like DM, uh, I would DM like 90 people an hour for like five, six, seven hours a day or some shit like that. And like, I would just be like, yo, tweet hashtag backpack gym. And I would make that shit trend. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was not necessarily trending worldwide, obviously, but like it'll be trending in Baltimore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've always had some type of neck for, you know, social media promotion. And like, like I said, last year, it really started picking up because um, I figured this way. I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or anything like that, but I'm going to do it right now. Then if I'm not, <laughs> but so, so uh, like, I figured out this way to make people to like clickbait people under tweets and shit like that. But to a point where it's like, they respect it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, you know, I like say some wild shit Mm -hmm. that would make them want to click it. (laughs) And It'll be like I said, it's under like a viral tweet. You know what I'm saying? So I'll make them want to click it. And then from there, the views go up and people are actually like, all right, you clickbaited me, but this shit is fire. So it's like, I'm going to respect it and I might follow you and people are going to comment and say all this stuff. And I reply to every single person for real. So it's like, you know, I, I, uh, this is that's my way of one gaining a fan base, but two, like I'm getting attention from people like I really admire for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're doing so, engagement, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, um, 
making connections and you know bringing new opportunities into my life like like i just said the way i got on to uh shave 45 was i saw uh i saw my man static select this like he tweeted something and i was just like yo i know you're promoting a project right now but yo you really need to listen to this kid john wealth and i put a video under it and he listened to that shit and like he liked the tweet so i was like yo if you like <laughs> that if you like that listen to this whole project have you seen my fish and from there he like hit my dm like yo send me the mp3 for hurt somebody and you know yeah <laughs> so it, like like out of, out of the blue i just ended up having the chance to get played on shade 45 for real so, so where's your so where's your master class coming in at Man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Your masterclass on online promotion. I don't know, yo. I don't know. Like, it's like, yo, I've been looking at that shit like, man, I probably could do that, but I ain't. I ain't, I ain't hey. there, there are some people on there have been pointed out as being a little sketch. It's like, that's yeah. not how you do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in that that grinding and that hustle or what have you, you know, those numbers you were describing, like, y'all can do 90 in an hour. Let me let me start cranking these out. Yeah. How how has Baltimore kind of kind of helped shape you in that way, whether it be from that work ethic sense or from that creative sense? How being your upbringing in Baltimore yeah. and that experience growing up in Baltimore kind of shaped that? Man, it's like it's. I just feel like I wouldn't be the same person if I was from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like generally, like I'm. You know. Like I see the way people move and I've had the experiences that I've had to teach me things that I know and, you know, to understand the grind, like seeing motherfuckers in the barbershop that's like old as, like not old, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> old, they like 40, 50s and shit like that. And these motherfuckers is like, you know, they're from, like over west and they're from Pennsylvania Avenue and White Lock and blah 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 and you know they was in the streets back in whenever you know what I'm yeah. saying but today they're like uh I own a clothing line I own a trucking company I own a you know I I uh I invest in real estate and I'm investing in cryptocurrency and shit like that and it's like man and I mean that's you know that cryptocurrency shit is new but like I've been seeing this level of hustle like i always say yo like every motherfucking baltimore got like at least like six different streams of income for some odd reason mm -hmm. it's like everybody like got some type of side hustle for real so and um you know that just it shows me uh like all right whatever is going on in my life is whatever but I'm going to make some shit happen regardless. You know what I'm saying? I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we can compartmentalize that and we figure out a way being from here that we have. And, and, and this is the thing that's funny. Like these are the interesting conversations I have with people. Yeah. I talk to artists and I talk to entrepreneurs. We have a lot of both here and we have that, that thing where they're combining into those, uh, I think they use the poor man to, uh, what is it? Uh, entrepreneur. They make that, make that word up, but literally you, you have that people will find ways to get that bread coming in and yeah. multiple ways of doing it. And you sit there, it's like, all right, you, you were selling drugs for a while or whatever the thing is. You sit there, you observe it and you know what it is. You, you know how to like, it's like, yo, right. it's like, it's like, 
society has created that, you know, that history for Baltimore. It's not mm-hmm. like we was just like sitting like, I mean, you know, I'm, I was born in 1997, but like back then, yeah. it's like it was, wasn't like motherfuckers were sitting around like, all right, we just going to sell drugs for the fuck of it. Like, no, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like got to clock in. Huh? It's like, yo, it's like if people don't have that uh, that opportunity mm-hmm. to achieve that so-called American dream that they was preaching back then and shit. You're going to make one. <laughs> how the fuck is you going to do it? Because I want it regardless. It's like, you know how they say, uh, you know, they say in Mexico, it's okay. It's, it's not illegal to try to escape prison because <laughs> we're, yeah. we're like, it's natural for us to need freedom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so for people to be in these, you know, terrible conditions, especially, you know, I hate to say it, but it is what it is. In Baltimore, it's like, it's fucked up. <laughs> like shit be really fucked up. So yeah. obviously you want to escape that shit. So yeah. how are we going to escape? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it just either it turns you into a really, uh, I don't know, disconnected person, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, you know, isn't really like it, it fucks your head up, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I get you, yeah. Or it turns you into like the number one motherfucking hustler of the year for real every year, you know what I'm saying? So... And it's, and it's that notion of trying to do better. And I and I think, yeah. like, it may not be in a literal sense of, I need to get out of here, but you need to get out of here in the concept. Yeah. So like, yo, this is, this is bullshit. Because, yeah. I mean, people, like, when they call it Charm City, Baltimore definitely will charm you and it will keep your ass here yeah. because there's a lot of cool stuff here. And that's ultimately what we're trying to highlight in, in doing yeah. this. Because... All yeah. the time you'll hear these motherfucking outsiders that'll just tell you, oh, Baltimore's trash, Baltimore's this, Baltimore's that. And it's like, yeah. I'm from there, fuck you. That yeah. is literally how I go with it. That's it. Yeah, no, I hate that shit, bro. It's like, it's, it's it be the motherfuckers that move here from like Idaho or some shit like that. Yo, it's, and it's a lot of them. And, and the thing is, it's like, what me and my girl talk about all the time, she's from New York, but she was like, I love Baltimore. And she's like, I'm fucking staying here. She's like, I bought a house here for a reason. Yeah. And She'll tell, tell people that'll come from like Cali or come from these different places. Like, yo, it's not like home. She's like, why the fuck you don't go back then? Yeah. Like, just flat. <laughs> like, why the fuck is you here? So let, let's talk about the idea around less funerals, more birthdays. What, give, uh, give, me, give me that rundown. What do we got? What do we got there? Man, I was I was actually thinking about this a little bit earlier. I wrote, I was, I was like, I tweeted some shit that like really kind of encapsulated like my feelings towards it. It's like kind of what I was just saying for real. It's like, it's like society is like generally just fucked everybody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, either we going to stay fucked up and we going to continue to like, continue the cycle of being fucked up and our kids is going to be fucked up and all that type of shit, or we can learn from this shit and, you know, become that, uh, that just a better, you know, person as far as like, how am I going to get out of that shit? You know what I'm saying? And try to, you know, I don't, I hate just talking about like, oh, generational wealth. And blah, 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 blah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But it's like, bro, it's like, man, 
like, I just don't want the same experiences that I had for my kids to have and my grandkids to have and all that type of shit. Yeah. Cause it's like, bro, like I just seen the way that, uh, living a certain way unfolds and how, like what it does to the different generations of your family. It's like, I don't know, bro. And it, like, like I was talking about with my father, it's like my father, my father passed away from withdrawal, from drugs and alcohol. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, I don't want to be. And I mean, on one side it is, you know, it can happen to anybody, but I want to not have my kids exposed to that shit that causes a person to, you know, like, I don't want that shit to be right in front of them. Like, yo, you should try heroin. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, I don't want that shit to, you know, be in my kid's neighborhood. And I don't want that shit to be in Baltimore period. I want to change like, and I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to, Damn, I sound like Tupac. <laughs> I don't want to be. I'm not the motherfucker that's gonna change this whole shit. But it's like, yo, like. But you want to be in I, that conversation now? Not necessarily be in the conversation because it ain't about that. I just want to see something different for this shit. I want shit yeah. to be better. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm pushing for, for real. Like that's what I think when I say less funerals, more birthdays. Because I'm pushing for. Less funerals, more birthdays. You know, what I'm I, saying? No, I dig it. I dig it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I want us to be good. I want us to be able to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? I want us to, you know, uh, like just have good shit going on and and to be being productive rather than destructive. You know what I'm saying? I dig it. And I was even thinking about it as you were describing it. I was just like, yo, we all know we're going to die one day. We all know we have that funeral date or what have you, but we don't know how many birthdays we're actually going to get. So it's just like live prosperity and live long and celebrate that shit. And that's the thing that we, we kind of take for granted. Like if someone told you like, you know, your last birthday, hope you enjoyed it. Cause that's your last. You're like, fuck. (laughs) That's really the shit that like was going through my head every day when my father was going through his situation. Yeah. Like, and I hate to keep bringing the conversation. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. But it's like, yo, my father, and this is, you know, relatively older, but it's still pretty young. My father was 51. You know what I'm saying? And it's (laughs) it's like, yo, imagine when that baby is born. It's like, yo, he's only going to live to be 51 years old. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro. And for, his life to have panned out the way it is. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying it's not his fault, but I'm not going to say it is his fault either because I know the way his life panned out. And it's just like, bro, if we, if we knew more, mm-hmm. we would, you know, cliche, but if you knew better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, a- absolutely. Yeah. And you, you start looking at these times where it's like, all right, let's say someone comes to you is like, yo, you got 50 years. Yeah. And you're like, yo, the first 18 are going to be dog shit. Like, so you yeah. mean, really? I got 32. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, real shit, bro. It's like, yo, like we just we just got to do better. Like, we yeah, got to better for the next generations and shit. To, to me, it says like, yo, live in the moment. Enjoy that shit. Do uh, ma- whatever you can do to make things as good as they can do can be. Do that. 
Yeah. It's just flat. And people could take whatever they want out of it. But when I when I listened to it, I was like, all right, initially it's like, eh, well, when I when I first heard it, I was like, all right, is this cliche and so on? And I was like, nah, nah, there's more meaning to it. Yeah. As opposed to something that people say, because you you know you hear a lot of, yeah. especially in Baltimore, you hear a lot of folksy shit. And you're like, yeah, all right, a- cool, I guess. And yeah. then you you hear something that occasionally it resonates with. You're like, all right, that was kind of deep. That was deeper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So how how do you as an artist? And I got a few more questions after this. How how are you? How are you as an artist? You feel that you're. What is your duty as an artist to honor Baltimore? To honor it, like being from here. Some people, I never leave it. Or some people, like, yo, I got nothing but Oriole shit on all my videos. It's like, what is your your uh, way of like honoring Baltimore as an artist? My way of honoring Baltimore as an artist is I I want to. Well, let me not give the whole fucking plan, but listen, <laughs> I, like I want to really. Like my goal is to do for Baltimore, period. Like, right. like that's that's what pushes me as far as like, you know, like I can say it's for a selfish reason or something like that. But in reality, like my long term goal, and I can tell you, like for my whole life, bro, I've been like really passionate about being from Baltimore. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but, it, and it's not, I don't know shit like, oh, I love the Ravens or some shit like that, but it's just <laughs> like, yo, like, I just remember like when I was, when I was in the uh, wrestling as a kid, I thought it was cool that like Stacy Keebler was from Baltimore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and it's like, I wasn't like a huge fan, but it was like, I wasn't a huge fan of Stacy Keebler, but I always thought that shit was cool. And, like when I was younger, I was super into Los because he was from Baltimore yeah. and, and it just, you know, the list goes on for real. And it's just like, like Mario and, and Jada Pinkett Smith. I, I just thought all that shit was cool. And it's just like, my heart is here. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I would never leave, but I'm never going to be, permanently gone from Baltimore. I'm always want to do more for Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? I'm always want to like, like, like I said, I'm not going to give the whole plan, but I really want to build for Baltimore and make a, make a more prosperous Baltimore music scene for real. Like, I feel like that's super necessary because it's like, yo, I just feel like historically we've always been kind of either looked over or we get fucked over. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I, I I want more for the people that I love. You know what I'm saying? So and, it's interesting. You say the thing about Stacey Keebler. I, I would do the thing of um, yeah. when I would get like SmackDown or whatever the video game, I do to create a player and I make the point to put in East Baltimore because I'm wild specific about my part. Yeah. I was like, hey, yo, I'm from over here. Yeah. We do townhouses, homie. We don't do those yeah. bonds. <laughs> East Point, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> East Point. Hell yeah, I feel you. Um, Okay, so uh, you, you you touched on um, just popping up on like Shape Forty Five and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. What would you say your um, dream collaboration is? Any rapper, any producer that like pops up that you're like, yo, that would be dope if I can connect and link and do something with them. Man, it's like two people pop in my head, and one is just because I think he's the greatest rapper of all time. But the other one is just an artist that I really fucking love as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, (laughs) 
can I, since it's just a collaboration, spin it, it, spin it. So, okay, I'm gonna say if I could get a song, nah, I ain't gonna say that. But if I could get a song with Jay Z, I need a song with Jay Z. But then the other one, I need a song with Frank Ocean, cause I fuck with, like Frank Ocean is probably the best songwriter of my gen of my generation. <laughs> from my point of view, I'm not gonna say he is, but. <laughs> That's what I think. You know what it's I'm opinions. saying? Opinions. That's all it matters. It's opinions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, I would, I would love to do a song with Frank Ocean. I would love to do a song with Jay-Z. Give me fire. Yeah. Um, so this is the last question I have, and oh, cool. I'll give you a chance to shamelessly plug anything that you... Because, uh, you know, promotion is your thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So tell me about the first song you ever made, and in your opinion, was this a, a success or a failure? First song I ever made was a song called a song called Dope Boy with uh my homeboy Tyrez. He went by Hot Boy Rez at the time. And it was on some like like you know how motherfuckers be trying to blend like the trap shit with the with the artsy shit today? Yeah. Like the beginning of the verse was like, I'm a dope boy. I'm smoking dope boy. Catch me <laughs> with that package. I'm a fucking coke boy. But like I was on some like super lyrical shit. Like I was into like Kendrick Lamar and shit like that. Yeah. Like like the hook, <laughs> like the beat was slow as a motherfucker. So I had to like speed up the beat to go with my flow for real. Mm-hmm. Cause he was on that shit, but I was like back, like I never left. Cause I never left, and I wasn't doing something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was, yeah. So, um, I would say it was a, uh, it was a success because that was my first shit, and people actually liked it. People actually enjoyed my verse, and people was like saying I was good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I, I look at all that shit as like one. It's all. It's it's raw, so it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause what else is it supposed to be than like exactly what it is? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, other than that, it's like it's all necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all necessary for the process and learning and shit. So I, yeah, I say it was a success. Well, that's that's great, and and thank you for that that insight and um, yeah, just uh, sharing all of your stuff. So if you will. Where can yeah. he find you on social media and share um, anything? Shameless uh, plug. Plug yourself. Let's do it. First of all, I need y'all to go to lessfuneralsmorebirthdays.com. You can cop a shirt that says Less Funerals More Birthdays. And, if, and very soon you'll be able to cop this shirt. It's, 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 it's a dope one. Birthdays. Thank you, bro. And, and yeah, you'll be able to cop this shirt very soon. You'll be able to cop Have You Seen My Fish? the digital download you'll be able to cop a single called my fish missing freestyle um after that i need y'all to follow me on instagram at who the fuck is john wells is spelled w-h-o-t-f-i-s-j-o-h-n-w-e-l-l-s and then on twitter it's john wells with two underscores after that is j-o-h-n-w-e-l-l-s underscore underscore also also hold on let me get one more thing in i need y'all to go i need y'all to go stream on whatever streaming platform you use i need y'all to go stream my project have you seen my fish it's 10 songs it's about 20 minutes and it's very 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 fucking good there you go you're not wrong about that uh so for for john wells thank you so much this has been this has been great yeah bro thank you bro 
no doubt, no doubt. Um, this is Rob Lee saying that there's art in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. <laughs>